Welcome to the Cooperative Money Matters Podcast. I'm Mark Kerman from Sydney Credit Union. And for this episode, I am so happy to welcome back Adrian Collins, the Assistant Branch Manager at Sydney Credit Union's Townsend Street Branch. Adrian, how are you today? I'm great, Mark. How are you? I'm great. It's a nice sunny day. How are you feeling with the sunshine and summerness? Love it. Feels like summer. It does. Even though we are still stuck in the office, uh, we will make this a nice summery themed podcast. So it'll kind of feel like we're outside and and having fun and doing something, even though we are still at work. Yes. Sounds good? Okay. Sounds great. (laughs) All right. I'm also very pleased to welcome Matthew O'Brien to the show for the very first time. And I think your very first podcast. Uh, Matt is one of the local summer students that we hire uh, this year. He, he's been helping out the marketing team with all the events and activities and all the stuff we participate in through the summer as well as doing uh, photography and videography and everything. Matt, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. And how are you? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks for asking. Um, so you're excited for the summer season. Summer's in full swing. We're all excited. It's nice out, like we said, and, and we're ready to go. Uh, but summer means usually a whole lot of stuff. So that's wedding season, festivals, parties, vacation, and so much more stuff. Uh, For this episode, we're going to talk about some of the tips, tricks, budgeting strategies, etc., to help you get the most out of your summer without breaking the bank. So let's start off uh, talking about some of our just favorite summer activities in general. I'm going to get a sense of what we're up to this summer. Uh, Matt, what's a perfect summer day off look like for you? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, when you're at the office, you have an agenda and you have to do this, that, and the other thing to get the day done. But I mean, uh, on my day off, I like to do what I please. Uh, I like to start the day off uh, maybe with a round of golf, a cup of coffee, and then uh, just kind of go about my day and whatever comes uh, to me. I just like to tackle that. And uh, usually end the day off, Especially on the weekends with a campfire at my friends, and uh, uh, that makes me the happiest, and uh, I, I really do enjoy that. Perfect. That is the best. Yep. Adrian, same question. Are you kind of agreeing, or, or you have a, your own little spin on it? It's, it's a very similar sort of uh, low-key summer day is my perfect summer day. I'd probably take my kids to the beach. Uh, we'd always have to get ice cream, because you have to get ice cream when you're out on a summer day. Of course. Uh, come home, put them to bed, and likewise, hang out in the backyard, maybe have a little campfire, listen to the bug zapper. <laughs> It's always satisfying, just knowing that there's a few less mosquitoes in the world. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very similar. I'm, I'm such a beach bum. If I can be on the beach somewhere and just uh, spend my day there in the water, out of the water, uh, especially if there's like a boat or a sea or something I can get my hands on to, to go on a little adventure, uh, that is, is pretty much my perfect kind of summer day. Uh, and if I can end it with a bonfire, that's just like, that's just, it might as well be my birthday. My birthday's not till November, so that's never going to happen on my birthday. <laughs> but like, that makes it feel like it's just my special day. It's less like beach day, bonfire, adventures. That's, that's awesome. Um, so Matt, as a student, I'm sure you're trying to stretch every single dollar you have. So let's, let's start there. Uh, and let's, I'm, I'm going to ask do you try to kind of budget things? Uh, do you weigh the pros and cons of doing certain activities in the summer? Uh, I know this year, like you're, you're t- planning to attend a big concert, big festival that's coming up pretty soon. Um, how did you plan and, and budget for that? Yeah, so I mean, uh, I started working when I was about 15 years of age and I've been employed in different uh, areas since then. And um, my strategy when I started was to set a goal for myself. So, for example, every pay, whether it's weekly, bi-weekly, uh, I would make sure that I 
set aside enough money for what I wanted to do that month, that year, that day, whatever. Um, for the concert that is coming up, I'm leaving this Thursday actually over in PEI, um, I knew how much I was going to have to spend up there because I went the past couple of years. So a couple of things that I like to do is I like to get my tickets early for sure. I mean, the earlier the better. Um, the, more, the closer it is to the concert, obviously um, it's going to be more demand for tickets. So uh, the price is obviously going to be higher. So the earlier you can get them, I, I think I would highly recommend that. Um, Especially having, if it's a yearly thing, right? Well, that's like just it. it. You, you know, know you're going to spend, yeah. right? You've, you've done it. Um, you know what's going on. You know you know how many days you're going to be there. So I think playing it out and setting uh, a budget for yourself for that particular week or weekend, uh, I think that's the key thing for sure. Nice. Um, do you have any other co- kind of cost-saving tips uh, of, of doing maybe a festival trip on a budget or staying within a budget? You know, do you stay with friends? Do you carpool, share gas? Um, you know, any of that kind of stuff that you keep in mind as well? Yeah, certainly. So um, we take my girlfriend's car every year, and um, we don't make her pay for gas, obviously, because it's her car, her mileage. Um, so there's four of us that go, so the three of us split the gas. So that's, that, that saves money right there. Right. Once we get there, um, instead of eating out every day or at the concert, we go to the grocery store the first day. We pick out the things that we're going to want for the weekend, plan out our weekend food-wise, and then at, when we get to the cashier, we split the bill four ways. So instead of going to Wendy's or McDonald's or what have you, whatever you prefer, um, we cook some burgers on the barbecue or eggs and bacon for breakfast, and that's definitely a cost-saving thing for sure. It's more fun, too. More fun, too, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Uh, yeah, that, the, bringing your own snacks, especially... And like water and that kind of stuff too. For these festivals, if you're allowed to bring in your own food, uh, or if you're staying somewhere that's pretty close and and you can you can manage that, yeah. so much more cost effective than paying for stuff yeah. at the like, through you know, the nose. bottle of water yeah. is just you know the, the yeah. prices are just jacked right up. Definitely. Adrian, do you do you have anything to add to to that kind of stuff? Do you take in many festivals or concerts yourself? We don't do so many festivals and concerts, but I know in the summertime we tend to go camping. And camping is a great alternative to staying in a hotel. Uh, we usually stay in a national park, so you still have all the same amenities, really, that you would have in a hotel because you've got your washrooms, you've got showers. Um, if you need to, there's a place where you can cook indoors. And you're not indoors, so it's an extra special bonding time, too. That's usually how we do um, a summer trip as we try to do it as camping. Excellent. So yeah, it's definitely important to budget things out, uh, even if the trip is you know close to home, like you're just camping somewhere close to home, or you're going to a festival that you can kind of you know just drive to and, and split some gas. But Adrian, I know you went on a bit of a bigger overseas trip fairly recently. That's not necessarily a summer trip for you, but a lot of people travel in the summer. A lot of people want to go abroad and they have some time off, so they want to spend that uh, anywhere they can, really. Um, what kind of budgeting tips did you try to keep in mind while planning for that trip or while on that trip itself? Yeah, for sure. Now, my trip was probably the furthest thing from a summer trip it could possibly <laughs> be, seeing as how we went to Iceland in November. Yes. But, but I think I think the, the budgeting tips the can budgeting, still kind yeah. of transfer and, and, you know, be applicable in the summertime. Definitely. Well, when we went, um, the exchange rate... Um, 
it's it's not quite as fluctuating as the Canada US exchange rate, but I still kept an eye on it for about six months before we went so that I was sure that it was going in the direction I wanted it to go um, and bought my Icelandic kroners when they were cheapest. So you'd want to get some money. You definitely want to bring some cash no matter where you go. Mm. Um, not all places accept the same credit cards as we have or they don't accept debit. So you're going to want to take cash with you and you probably want to plan ahead and get your foreign currency ahead of time mm -hmm. rather than at the airport because there are lots of extra fees when you do it at the airport. Um, much like Matt, we bought our groceries. We stayed places where we were able to cook our own food for at least two meals every day. Just buy our breakfasts, buy our lunches, have lots of snacks for in the car and that way you save a ton of money. You'd be surprised how much you spend on food. Yeah, I, I did the same thing even when I went to uh, to Disney World. Uh, oh man, almost two years ago. I want to go back there so bad. But uh, <laughs> you know, we, we did the same thing. We'd bring uh, reusable water bottles because the water in yeah. Disney World parks are, or any kind of drinks really are, are so expensive. Uh, we'd bring kind of midday snacks because again, if you're having a frozen banana or a slushy or ice cream from somewhere, um, those prices are crazy within the resort. So we just brought stuff uh, either down with us or get a little Uber over to the nearest, you know, Walmart or convenience store, whatever it is, <laughs> and, uh, and and do things that way. So there are a lot of things to, to keep in mind and there are a lot of little ways that you can, um, you know, kind of make the most out of your, your trip budget. Um, one thing you mentioned is, is uh, credit cards and debit cards and that kind of stuff. And since we are a credit union financial institution, one thing I will say is give your financial institution a heads up that you're going to be traveling. Oh, definitely. Uh, so many cards now uh, will shut down immediately as soon as they <laughs> see that you're overseas or something's, you know, it's a suspicious transaction, right? It's not something that you do every day. If, if most of your thing is, you know, going between the convenience store and the grocery store and, you know, the movie theater or something like that, and then all of a sudden, your credit card is being charged in Iceland for something, uh, and we're not aware that you're you're over there. Uh, your card could be shut down, and if you don't have that cash, like you said, uh, you you could be in a, a whole lot of trouble. Exactly, and even if the travel guides say that it's a completely cashless society, because for example, for Iceland, they do everything is debit and credit cards. But we did find it very useful to have just some extra cash because you never know what's going to happen. We had a few times where our card wouldn't work just because we were so remote. Right, right. <laughs> you always have those little hiccups and you, you have to be able to, to overcome those for sure. Aside from festivals, trips, and that kind of stuff, summer can also mean it's wedding season. Yay! Woohoo! They're always fun. <laughs> They're always a good time. Uh, but... Being able to balance that kind of busy social life and, and celebrating your family and friends with this, you know, important occasion, uh, it, it's kind of tough. No one wants to really let their friends down, but you also don't want to go in debt for someone else's wedding. It's it's bad enough going in yeah, debt for your own wedding, your own wedding. but, uh, yeah. you know, it, it, it can be pretty difficult. Um, like me in the past few years, I had my own wedding. Uh, I've been invited to multiple weddings, you know, either myself or my wife have been like standing in weddings. It's yes. tough. You really have to be able to balance things and approach things in a way that you're not going to let your friends down, but you're also, you know, going to be able to do all the fun things that you want. So it's, it's tough. Um, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just tough. Uh, Matt, I don't know if you have too much experience in in the wedding season stuff. Uh, maybe you you know maybe your your friends aren't all at that point in their life. Yeah, um, not at that point. Yet, but it's yeah. funny you mention that though, because last summer um, a family of mine got married in Toronto, so that was a trip for me that I had to budget for. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, because like you said, you don't want to let uh, your family members down by not showing up. And anyway, it ended up being a, I believe it was a six or seven day trip to Toronto. Um, we drove there and ended up flying back. Uh, and I don't like flying, so that was a horrible experience for me. But anyway, <laughs> we'll leave that aside. But like, like, like I said, you need a budget and you need to know what's coming up and, and, and set boundaries for yourself to know what you're going to spend. And it did work out for me. And last year, like I said, I did end up going to that country music festival so there was less money to spend for me obviously um but i made it work and i think the key is to to save as much as you can Mm -hmm. and for times like that when stuff does pop up um you have that little extra cash laying around that might be able to use on stuff absolutely yeah adrian what about you how do you what's the right way to approach wedding season on a budget well i'm not standing in as many weddings these days (laughs) but i i did just come from one this weekend and Usually we have at least three or four a summer. So one of the ways that I can deal with it is we make sure not to go too overboard on the gift. Mm -hmm. If the wedding is someplace where we can go to it and not stay overnight, we usually try to not stay overnight, although it's a lot more fun to just stay where the wedding was. Absolutely. Um, I don't need to get a new dress every time I go to someone else's wedding Mm -hmm. or new shoes. (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna get to the summer wardrobe in a minute so you'll have your girl your problems yeah. you boys can just wear your suit every time uh-huh. but that's okay I might need a new shirt or tie come on you know maybe, maybe. you want to look good too yeah. don't want to wear the same shirt as someone else you that, know exactly. it can happen <laughs> yes that can definitely happen and um, but if I'm standing in someone's wedding that does become a bit more difficult to say no to things. Um, If the bride has particular dresses that they have in mind, you certainly don't want to be difficult and (laughs) be the one bridesmaid who doesn't want to buy that dress. But a lot of brides are a lot more understanding now and they they generally don't want you to spend a ton on a dress that you may just wear one time. Mm -hmm. So See if, if if your bride is being a little difficult. <laughs> Maybe gently suggest dresses that they can also wear at other times right. or ones that are less expensive. They don't have to be crazy $600 dresses to be beautiful. Excellent. And everyone will be happy. Let's take a little break. Right there, we'll be right back with some more summer spending tips on the Cooperative Money Matters podcast. This summer, make sure you check out the Sydney Credit Union Making Waves Music Festival every Thursday night starting July 5th with Rhea May and other headliners like Matt Minglewood, Pretty Archie, Hillsburn, and The Beaches throughout the entire summer from July 5th to August 2nd. Check out makingwavesfestival.ca for all the details. 
So there's a website that, that the Atlantic Credit Unions all share. It's called honestmoney.ca. And if you haven't checked out this website, they always have great articles and with, with little tips and stuff. And that's where uh, a lot of the um, inspiration for this episode kind of came yes. from. And one of these articles was uh, basically how to say no to the bride or groom. And uh, honestmoney.ca contacted Jay Remmer. Uh, he's apparently Canada's etiquette expert. I didn't know that was a thing, but that is just That's a sweet something job. To, to put on a business card, I'll tell you that. Uh, so, you know, when money is tight, how do you say no? It's, it's such a sensitive thing. So his tips, uh, be honest. You know, if, if the bride and groom, like uh, you were saying, you know, if you, just be honest with, with that person. Usually they're a good friend or family member. They'll yeah. probably appreciate the honesty. Um, if you're worried about your budget, say something. Hey, um, we, we respect uh, your your wishes and everything, but we're also trying to balance this and just, just be very open and honest with them. Um, show that you care without spending a fortune is tip number two. Um, you know, there are other ways to say that we care whether, instead of spending a whole lot of money on a big extravagant gift, kind of yeah. exactly what, what you brought up. Um, and tip number three was just talk to the wedding party, talk to the other people that are in there, um, whether it's the bridesmaids or the, the bride and groom themselves. And, and that's exactly what you said, you know, um, the dresses, can also pull double duty or it can be something you can wear later the bridesmaid dresses um you know maybe the the bachelor's party doesn't have to be a, a big destination trip or something like that maybe you can do something a little bit more local Definitely. Uh, so got, there's archery there's laser tag yeah, there's so much around here that's that's cool i mean we we did laser tag and, and went out for drinks we had a great bachelor party for mine you so, did yeah there are there are ways uh there are definitely ways that you can do things um and if you talk to that wedding party uh it can be you know it, it can be a good way to just kind of lower your own anxiety and and kind of deal with them and maybe they're not thinking about that and this will uh, bring it back and even make their budget a little better. You know, they're paying for everything else. Uh, they, they might not be thinking like, oh, we can save money here, we can save money there. So it might help everyone in the long run, uh, which is which is always, always nice. As someone who's been married for a little while now, I can say with absolute certainty that any of those little expensive touches that we added in to the wedding, they do not matter in the long right. run. I don't even remember most of them. Honestly, day of the wedding, I forgot we had cake. That's how okay. much fun we were All having. Right. But it was more about having my friends there mm -hmm. and it being what it was than about the cake or any of the little favors. So yeah. it really doesn't matter in the long run either. Absolutely. Uh, so, Adrian, you kind of alluded to this, but summer can also be a time where you want to spice up your wardrobe, whether it's a new pair of sandals like I desperately need, I need to go out tonight or this week, I completely wrecked the pair I bought last year this past weekend. Uh, just, I don't know, hit it too hard on the beach or shouldn't have gone hiking in sandals. That's my fault. But uh, <laughs> if, if it's that or if it's like a full closet overhaul, uh, knowing what you need versus what you want can be pretty important to make sure you don't break the bank with your summer attire. Now, Matt, you started a new job this summer. You're working in a financial institution. I know when I started here, my wardrobe was not up to snuff. I know when I was a student, my wardrobe was even less business ready. 
did you run into that kind of problem, and, and how did you kind of uh, budget that? You, you seem like a kind of guy that, that usually has a little bit of money squirreled away for such an emergency, but did, did you have to kind of rush out and buy some button-down shirts and some fancy dress pants and all that kind of stuff? Or well, you know, you I, mean, I, 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 uh, I played hockey all my life, and going to the rink uh, on game day, we always had, uh, we had to be dressed up. We had, we had to look good, feel good, right? Yeah. So um, I figured that they would still fit me. <laughs> when I came to realize when I tried them on, the day before my first day here at City Credit Union, that I had no dress pants that fit me. Perfect. So, um, yeah, I did have to go to the mall uh, that day <laughs> and um, pick up some new stuff. But like I said before, um, that little that little bit of extra savings, that, that, that extra five, that extra $10 you throw into your account here and there, right? It does add up, and, and it does help you in the long run for emergencies like that mm-hmm. because I, I, like, I, I wanted to look good uh, my first day here at the credit union and, uh, like I say, dressed to impress. So, I mean... Uh, um, I had no problem going in there and spending a uh, hundred, two hundred dollars on some dress clothes to, to look good for my first day. Right. So yeah, excellent. Uh, one thing that I find tough in the summer is kind of making my clothes work double duty. Yeah, you know, it's fine yes. in the winter. You know, you're wearing uh, you know kind of warmer shirts and, and that kind of stuff. In the summer, I want to be comfy. I want to be relaxed, but I can't exactly come into work in a Super Mario t-shirt and flip-flops. Like, just not going to happen. So finding clothes that can be both like comfortable and light, but also kind of professional can be tough for guys anyway. Um, it, it just seems like it's, it's a little bit tougher. Um, but it's important for me to try to consider that. So whether it's like a polo that maybe I can wear on a Friday and like through the week or something like that, um, that's kind of important for me. Adrian, what kind of tips do you like to keep in mind when you're shopping for your summer attire? Or, you know, you, you seem like you, you like those I'm new shoes and new dresses. What you? <laughs> obviously. Um, what I do is in the winter time, if I'm buying clothes, I try to think about if they'll also work in the summer. And if I have quite a few dresses, and I'll wear my dresses with dark tights and leggings in the winter time, and in the summertime, I can wear them with bare legs and they become a summer dress. Right. Uh, I don't need to wear the cardigan with them then. It kind of does double duty as a winter dress and a summer dress. That seems to work. Smart. Um, it's also really air conditioned in here, so I have to be able to be warm enough for at work. But then when I go outside, I don't melt. It's it's a very it, delicate balance. It's a tough balance. I know. Even just going out at lunchtime, I still had my sport coat on because it was kind of like you said. It's air conditioned in here. It was cold, so I fired my sport coat on and went outside and literally just almost melted. Felt like you know, like just. Yeah, yes. like the the witch from Wizard of Oz. Like I'm melting, <laughs> like just it was just uncomfortable. And now like coming back, I was all like, ugh, just you know, it, just, it's ugh. it's tough. Yeah, it's a tough balance. Yeah, but as for shoes and things, I I have a tendency to wreck shoes anyway. So for summer shoes, I don't generally buy the highest quality ones. I'll go to the stores in the mall that have little sandals for $15, but they're still cute and I can wear them all summer. And then next summer I'll get another pair of cute sandals for $15. Right. Um, things like that. Um, my weekend wear is not at all like my weekday wear, <laughs> like for most of us here. So it's a lot of my more scruffier, comfier, I'm going to run around in the yard and maybe head to the beach clothes. 
I haven't bought new ones in years, and I probably should. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I, I, I'm totally bad for that. You spend so much of your budget on work clothes and trying to look good that your, your weekend clothes is like, ah, you know, this one's good on Sunday because it's holy. Uh, it's like one of those kind of things. Yeah. Um, but, you know, Matt, you were talking about something earlier about your, your coffee budget. So yes. when you're thinking about clothes and you're thinking about your clothing budget, uh, just like all things, it's important to kind of do a, do a little bit of math. Uh, so do you want to share what you figured out about your coffee budget there? And, and maybe that could buy you that extra bit of, of uh, summer attire or send you on another trip this yeah. summer? Well, uh, by the numbers, maybe three more trips. Um, no, I mean, I, I like to have a, a cup of coffee when I wake up in the morning and then throughout the day I might have another one or two um, but before we started here I did the numbers um, and I paid two dollars for a coffee twice a day that's fourteen hundred and sixty dollars a year so even if I cut myself down I know isn't that a lot wow. uh, so even if I cut that down to one coffee a day I'm gonna save myself seven hundred thirty dollars per year right so over ten years that's seven grand right there so I mean like I said just just the stuff that you don't need or maybe you want but it's a want but not a need mm-hmm. cut down on some stuff like that and you're gonna save yourself a ton of money yeah yeah I've already saved a ton of money by not taking the kids out for ice cream from an ice cream place but by getting the tubs of ice cream and some sundae toppings and just having them at home yeah. for when we go home. And then we get to have cotton candy ice cream with like chocolate sauce and sprinkles on it. And that's more fun. That sounds awesome. And, and that's the thing, right? Like you don't have to give things up altogether. Matt, you, you don't have to go cold turkey and quit coffee altogether. But instead you of wouldn't get buying it somewhere, <laughs> right? No, exactly. I wouldn't be, yeah, I'd be, be dead somewhere. Working at events, we need yeah, you bright yeah, and happy, yeah. and not not uh, not cranky that you didn't have yeah, your coffee. Yeah. But you know, instead of giving it up altogether, you can make some coffee at home. You yes. can have some coffee at work. Uh, there there are ways to do it without spending two bucks and up. Uh, yeah every single time you get a coffee and the same thing with ice cream so you don't have to give up those things but thinking about where you're spending your money is definitely important not just for summer but for for all around all through the year for sure um i think that's about all that i really wanted to to touch on do you guys have any other summer spending tips of things that you like to do or things that you really don't like to do in the summer to to kind of save yourself a little bit of money um, well, really, just all the best things to do in the summertime are really free. It's all the extras. You need to have your beach chips, let's face it. Chips need to have sand in them. But, <laughs> I mean, a bag of chips is, what, a dollar? Yeah. So that's that's not too bad for getting out to the beach for the day. Mm-hmm. Stay hydrated and wear your sunscreen. That's it, yeah. I mean, the sunscreen budget, especially if you're, like, Casper the Friendly Ginger like I am, you should probably have a little bit of sunscreen on hand. So my sunscreen budget, yeah, through the roof. You know, a good two million SPF, I think, is <laughs> about, is about yeah. my sweet spot. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, you know, but you know, you, you, it's it's all about yeah, that, finding that balance of, of having fun uh, versus uh, still having a little bit of money in the bank by the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. You always want that emergency money that came in uh, handy for Matt when he started work, and uh, you know, you don't want to be a hermit, but you also um, want, uh, want to have a little bit of money in the bank. So exactly. that's it. So I think that's everything. 
thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Excellent. And uh, for anyone listening, you can subscribe and rate us on Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Please feel free to share with your friends. You can visit sydneycreditunion.com or follow Sydney Credit Union on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to keep up with all the amazing summer activities. And you can see Matt when he's out at activities. Go say hi and uh, watch the live streams as well. Uh, We've been doing a ton of stuff in the summer, so it's exciting, uh, especially on our our Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Follow those. And as always, thank you very much for listening.